Know yourself. That piece of Socratic wisdom chiseled on the temple of Apollo and Delphi and handed down for several millennia is the refrain in this B-side episode, which is another installment of Money Talks, a series on personal finance that Business World is producing in partnership with Metro Bank. Knowing yourself is an important step in figuring out how to manage your assets. And you don't need to be a billionaire to ask for the help of a professional like Sharon Zulweta, Vice President and Division Head of Trust Retail Products at Metro Bank. Ms. Zulweta talks about the investment path with Santiago J. Arnaiz, Business World Contributor and Chief Operating Officer of health startup Day3 Innovations. PATH here, as in P-A-T-H, is actually an acronym that stands for four concepts. And Ms. Zulweta explains how each one will help you know yourself and know what investment path you should take. Taking it back to basics, what exactly is asset management? Uh, Why should more people outside the banking sector understand what this is? The term, as it implies, is really managing your assets with the intent or the objective of growing it over time to meet your needs. When we talk about assets, typically for Filipinos, we think about cash, we think about TDs, time deposits, we think about money that is invested or placed in savings or um, checking accounts. Unfortunately, the rates for these um, investment vehicles are very, very low, less than 1%. So imagine that. TDs, let's say, is um, giving you 1%, which is actually quite generous. It's not 1%. It's less than that. And inflation is at 4%. So your money last year of 100 pesos, if you invested in TDs for 1%, it's at 101 now, whereas the cost of goods actually increased by 4%. So it's 104 to buy that kilo of chicken. You're basically down three pesos. That's why asset management is very important. It's looking at your total holdings. And when I say assets, it's not just the savings, the TDs. It's looking into bonds, stocks, or equities. Um, Real estate should be part of the total assets you're looking at. The high net worth even look at art as part of their asset portfolio. And looking at ways to not only beat inflation, but to grow your assets in such a way that it will meet your needs in the future. So you have to be smart about how you manage your assets. That way you beat inflation and ensure that you meet your needs in the future. Right. And I think that's a great point that you bring up, um, keeping in mind, let's say, beating inflation, as you mentioned. Of course, everyone should strive for at least a basic level of financial literacy. But there are a number more complicated factors involved with uh, managing and growing one's own assets. So in your opinion, at what point should one start seeking professional help in this regard? It depends on your comfort level and your experience in investing. But I guess regardless if you're a neophyte in investing or a very sophisticated investor, It's always good to pick people's brains, especially those who know their stuff. So what I would recommend is read up on the different types of investments, read up on the risks, rewards, talk to people, pick their brains, ask always. Um, I guess just to share, I actually started my investment journey straight out of college. Like any typical um, neophyte investor, I started in TDs. 
And then when I was a bit more comfortable, I invested in UITFs and mutual funds. And I still do up to this day because frankly, even though I work for a bank, I don't have the time to actually manage my assets on a day-to-day basis. And this is where professional management is very helpful. These fund managers who who manage this mutual fund, these UITFs, actually do it as their day job. They spend their days looking at the best investments, be it bonds, stocks, or what have you. And this is the reason why people go to these funds, especially those who are very busy or just don't have the know-how to get into the market. So I think regardless of your investment experience, it's always good to ask for professional help. And the amount of time you can spare in managing your assets will also come into play on how much assistance you would need. So let's say I'm a neophyte investor and I'm ready to begin my journey building my portfolio. What's step one? Where do I start? In Metro Bank, we are very big on financial inclusion and we really want to educate people on how to get started like you. And we coined this term called the investment path. So what does your investment path mean? P is for purpose. Purpose of why you're investing. So it could be your saving up for retirement or funding for your kid's education. So it's really important for you to know what your purpose is. That way, you sort of have that North Star on why you're doing what you're doing. The second is A, or appetite for risk. Very, very important because people are sometimes get glossy-eyed about, wow, the stock market went up 20%. I want that. But they also have to realize that it could go down as much. What I tell clients is, you know, you have to ask yourself, are you comfortable sleeping at night if you lose 20% of your assets or 10% of your assets? And once you answer this question, you would know, ah, okay, I could only invest this portion in this type of investment because its volatility or its movement can be this much up or down. Let's say appetite for risk. The T in the path is time horizon. How long are you actually willing to set aside this money? So if you're saying that, oh, I need this in a year, then perhaps a shorter duration type of investment is the better option for you. Typically, if you invest in, let's say, as an example, stocks or equities, you're investing in a company, which its profitability will happen over time. Typically, the time horizon is 5 to 10 years. If you tell yourself that, oh, I can manage 5 to 10 years, then, then you can invest in the equity markets. And lastly is hurdles. What are the other things that you have to consider? For instance, tax implications, or are there any liquidity needs that your family needs in the near future? Things like that, that may be unique to you. So I guess the long story short, you have to take a step back before you dive into the investing world and ask yourself these four things to know yourself and to know what type of investor you are. And that way you'll have a bit more guidance on when you start your investing journey. Beginning with why is always fantastic advice. And this path framework sounds like a very holistic way to manage expectations and dive into investing with your eyes wide open. Now, on the topic of neophyte investors, 
it seems that for many young Filipinos, their first exposure to investing isn't in the stock market, but in high-risk vehicles like cryptocurrencies or earning them playing NFT-based games. I'm curious, what are your thoughts on that, let's say, recent trend? I think related to my answer to the previous question, you have to ask yourself, are you comfortable with the swings in this type of investment? That's one. And second, are you familiar on how this type of investment works? Frankly, I read a lot of opinion on this. We've seen a lot of Wall Street CEOs like Jamie Dimon say it's worthless. But a lot of investment banks have started creating investment instruments tied to the crypto. So my advice to those who want to dabble into crypto is do your homework, be familiar with what the investment instrument is, look at the swings. I mean, imagine like seven years ago when crypto was starting to gain in popularity, it was trading what, less than a thousand and now it's 56, 58,000. So just be comfortable with those types of swings. And then you can see it the next day falling to 40,000. There was a time it, it fell below 10,000 after being up 25,000. So again, my earlier comment, will you be able to sleep well at night if these types of swings happen to your crypto portfolio? If the answer is yes, then put a little bit of your money into it. I always advise clients not to put all your eggs in one basket. That's always very risky to do that. Why? Because different investments have different swings. When equity markets are up, typically bonds are down and vice versa. So diversification is always important. That way, um, you don't lose your money when you know one type of asset class actually drops. So you mentioned the need for a diversified portfolio whether in cryptocurrencies or more traditional instruments. Could you expound on that a bit? How does one balance their portfolio? Again, like I mentioned earlier, each person's investment path is unique um, because your circumstances are unique. A younger person might be less risk averse and may tend to gravitate towards higher potential earning investment instruments like the crypto that you mentioned or like the equity markets. Whereas somebody who is about to retire may be a little bit more risk averse and would have the objective of preserving their, that retirement fund that they were able to accumulate over you know, their employment history and will, may tend to gravitate towards fixed income type of um, investment instruments like bonds. So knowing about what your needs are and what time horizon you're looking at and your appetite for risk. But I guess my one advice that I would give in order to have a more diversified portfolio, regardless of where you are in your um, investment life, it's really looking beyond local. It's looking at investing in the US or in more developed areas like Europe, or maybe even in other Asian countries. And why is that? Similar to how different asset classes react differently, same goes with different geographies, right? So we've seen that the uh, Philippine stock market has been challenged the past five, 10 years for many reasons. 
But we've seen that, for instance, the U.S. market has done phenomenally well the past five, 10 years, mainly driven by their technology industry. So if you actually were just invested in the Philippine local market, you would have had dismal returns. But if your portfolio was a little bit more diversified in terms of geography and you put a bit of money in other markets outside of the Philippines, you would have done better. So having a balanced, diversified portfolio is not just looking at asset classes, but geography as well. So here in Metrobank, we have UITFs invested in Europe, in Asia, in the U.S. We have a fund of funds that's invested in five different funds that has a high potential for growth. And it gives you the opportunity to have exposure in foreign markets like the U.S. That way, you actually participate in those markets without doing the legwork of investing in individual stocks like Amazon, Tesla, and all that. Because to your question earlier, what's the benefit of having a professional portfolio manager? It's really that, right? Access to markets that an individual investor cannot have access on their own. Earlier, you suggested neophyte and even seasoned investors should seek out advice on the best ways to manage one's assets. Do you have any advice you'd like to close out our conversation with? Investing might seem like jargon for many Filipinos, but I suggest to start somewhere. And the best time to start is now. The earlier you start, the better. The earlier you educate yourself, the better. Because again, time value of money, right? One peso today is worth less than one peso yesterday. So the opportunity to actually put that money at work earlier is better. So that's one. And second, don't dive in with two feet immediately, research, find a bank that you can trust or find people that you can trust. Know yourself, know what your needs are, know what your financial aspirations are. That way you have sort of a roadmap on what you want to achieve in the future. After which, start a little and then add to it. That's what I did and that's what I would suggest. That way your comfort level increases over time. And then continue investing that way. You do really sound asset management and you will grow your assets over time if you are disciplined about your approach and um, you educate yourself and you have all the information and have a trusted financial partner guiding you along the way. Picking people's brains. That is exactly what B-Side is doing here in Money Talks, a series on personal finance that Business World is producing in partnership with Metrobank. So, what did we learn from this brain-picking conversation with Sharon Zilweta, Vice President and Division Head of Trust Retail Products at Metrobank? Well, first off, to know what kind of investments are right for us, time deposits, crypto, we should first know ourselves. Thank you, Socrates, for that bit of advice that is as applicable to philosophy as it is to finances. Once you've figured out who you are, start investing small, but start now. This episode was recorded remotely on October 15. The interview was done by Santiago J. Arnaiz, Business World Contributor and Chief Operating Officer of Health Startup Day3 Innovations, with research by J.B. Beltran. It was edited and mixed by Paolo L. Lopez. This is Samuel Marcelo. Thanks for listening.